Hello and welcome to another episode of the LARP Noobs. My name is Dave and I'm joined by my good friend Ian. Hello. Uh, and we're going to talk about E3 2022. Holy shit. <laughs> what an event. It's a big one. It's a real big one. This There's is... so much to talk about. I'm genuinely worried going in how much we're going to talk and how long it's going to take to talk it through because... There's a load of shit that happened this weekend yes. on, a, on, a, on a variety of different levels. That um... Yeah, I think the interesting thing is we've both got also different complexities that are involved around talking about that. For example, like a lot of them, uh, the way our games have diverged mm. uh, and the different types and styles of game we're exploring. Well, I barely get to see you. Is Yeah, I, I hardly see <clears> you. <throat> but the point is that like you can't actually talk about a lot of your game uh, at this yeah, point. This, I should definitely caveat this before going in. I'm the ambassador to Yarm, which is a foreign nation. Um, loads of my game this weekend is like active plot with players that I haven't spoken to, but I assume yeah. I don't, it's not really good to talk about active plot. In, in, no, in no, because anyway. ultimately everything, like the game you're part of is a thing where it can ripple out and essentially influence other people's games, right? And, yeah. And it will have actually dude. direct impact on and, their games. And, and not even just game, it can affect people, right? So yeah. there's a real responsibility. Yeah, that's, yeah there's so, a real responsibility. So I'm going to do my best to try and navigate through it. If I blunder, I'll put in a brief audio interlude to say that I've... <laughs> I've gone. I've said something that said I really much. shouldn't have said. I had to like blur it out. Yeah, wrestle him to the ground. <laughs> I'm going to try and talk about things in a kind of abstracty way and an emotional way, and yeah. then hopefully that. And and bear in mind, this isn't. And, and but even by doing that, it can be like coloring, uh, a coloring, or uh, casting judgment on other players or other things. And I don't want to do that. So I'm going to I'm going to try my best, basically, yeah. uh, to get through it. No, I think though, it, it's, I think it's a valuable thing still to hear the things you have to say. Because I think, to be honest with you, the factual matters of what occurs, Isn't while interesting, yeah. it's the emotional effect it has on you as you're doing those things. What does it feel like to go into a room to make an argument on a point and have that point be rejected? Like, hey, resoundingly. Hey, like, hey, how does that feel? I haven't feel? spoken to you, Ian. And, yeah. and yet, spoilers, that's kind of what we're looking at. Here. Well, yeah, it's so uh, it's like... But, like, that's something emotionally that's very interesting to listen to. Yes. And, yeah, understandably, the ICOC bleed becomes an issue when you're yeah, talking on that kind of level as well. But it's also, like, I don't want to make uh, other players change their behaviour in any capacity mm. because of my opinion on, on, on events that happened, right? Like, this is, this is like, one of the big problems that we're... we're with making a podcast about this sort of uh, subject mm. matter is man how do you dance that line between wanting to express because we really enjoy this process of just hanging yeah. out and chatting about yeah. it um, and tr- but and trying to be as give as an honest take as we can um, god we're, we're, we're well into the bushes already yeah well I think this started, is important though because so. I think it, like we're, we really are at that stage in the game though where I feel like these kind of conversations are just more and more prevalent Mm -hmm. like for example my game is very different my game is i can talk pretty much safely about all of my game apart from there are a couple of things but (laughs) you've got to have a couple of things you can't talk about by the way everybody make sure you do have a couple of those but now my couple of things is turning into the majority of my things and the things i can talk about is significantly smaller than the things i can't and that's like yeah yeah i have a couple of things and then the rest of the game my game i can talk about a lot but the problem is how many how many musical interludes are we going to have during this this section of episodes do you reckon I don't know I trust you man I think you've got it I think right. it's it's. It, I think you've really got it like, let's let's, begin. let's kick in let's kick in so uh, we're going to talk pre-lamp here so the first thing that major thing that happened to me was um, becoming the captain of the Navarchers um, 
Yeah. So you became the captain of the I became the captain of the Navarchers and it's such like an like man, it really means a lot. What right? are the, the what are the Navarchers? So the, yeah, the Navarchers are basically a group of archers in Navarre, mm-hmm. as the pun would suggest. And we just basically formed like a a command, sorry, a military block, right? Which mm-hmm. is pr- mainly archers. Though we do actually have a bunch of other people in the group who are like bow guard and like healers, and or there's loads of people and, and like uh, just amazing singers, like incredible like talent is in the group, and it's such a cool group of people. I'm like the pride I have. In you're like a, the assemblage little, of human beings you're a little in love is outstanding. With, you're a little in love with the Navarches, aren't you? And, and getting command of it is just an absolute joy. And uh, it's a big responsibility. It's, a, it's like all of a sudden, because the thing is, my game is, which we'll, we'll discover definitely through this episode, my game is actually very character driven, right? It's very performance led. Or it's turned that way. It's turned that way. It's turned that way. So it's like my game is actually made by people's reactions to my performance, essentially. Right? Uh, That's the game that I'm kind of filtering out. And that's the game that I kind of receive on a lot of levels of my game. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the level of my game is this suddenly surprisingly deep aspect of being a captain of a military block, which is, is effective and people want you to help them. Right, like that is like really cool, and a part of my game, which is like the political ramifications of that, the people you have conversations with, the access that you get, and the and the people who will seek you out to have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. is really cool, and something that like, as I say, is quite different from the from the performative aspect of my character, and then when those two things interlock, and it's actually like you come and see Talus, and Talus is quite extra right well, and you're having a military conversation with him it's kind of like at times this weekend I was asked if you were under some sort of an effect of a curse yeah um, so yeah yeah. Um, yeah I think it's really cool I think it's really nice that you took a bit of responsibility and you're kind of stepping mm. up and mm. you're do some public speaking you have to do some organising all these kind of like hard skills yes. that like you've kind of slept walked into you've yeah. been doing it for a while and now you're like now you're yeah. ready. You're and, ready, and the Sam. thing is, like um, Antonia, who set it up, did like a, a just it's such a good job at like collecting together. As I say, like these just awesome human beings and like the spirit of the group. Like I honestly believe that like the effectiveness of it all and why it works so well is based on like the the, the quality of the people, right? In terms of like their actual hey, characters as people. Culture is like one of the hardest things. And hey, if you work in like a job where like everyone gets on with each other and it's a really nice environment, mm. or if you work in an environment where like Super everyone's, supportive. everyone's like mean to each other and kind of like yeah. petty about stuff, like culture is important to set up, right? Like, and, and once you get it right, it's just you work better, people are happier, and people want to get it done more, you know? So, put it this way, it was an environment in which I, as someone who is not the type of person who pushes for a lot of things, uh, in that way, like career uh, objectives and so on, for example, like it was an environment in which it made me want to to to, to raise up and become somebody in it, right? Yeah. And, and that kind of it was it's such a hugely supportive culture of people. Like, you know, Ian wants to do this thing, and like we, you know, we like the fact that he wants to do this thing, and like to be in that kind of environment uh, and to work with those kind of people, it's honestly. Absolutely. I'm going to get emotional a whole bunch of this episode, by the way. I, I apologise in advance, but it's like... 
yeah, absolutely legendary people. I can't thank each and every one of you enough. Um, like, we have letters written on yeah. this paper. What an expansive thing letters is. I have been sending and receiving yes. a whole heap load of icy letters. So many letters, I haven't been able to respond to everyone before time in. Yep. Some of them are like, um, yeah, I send a lot off. It's just, yep. yeah, icy letters, big game, big, big game. It's huge. Like, it's huge. And the range of icy letters, right? Like, you've got to think, like, so I'm, I'm sending, I'm getting, I'm, getting messages uh, like messages about like people from other nations who are interested in uh, like if I can help them like with archers potentially if there's a battle right I can't obviously talk too much about that but obviously that that's cool right right that's a letter that is like holy shit like that's a thing yeah you become right? an institution right like something that people are gonna come and seek out right yes and I, I think this is true for like a bunch of people I know's game, right? Like the Reapers in the league have become mm-hmm. their whole. I'm hearing the Reapers this, the Reapers that from people that I yeah. don't even know. Like yeah. we're not connected because we know. I know that they know them. It's just like I'm just hearing about them on the field, and that's like you know you're doing it right when you start to get a reputation like that. And, right? and you also get groups like say Embercast, for example, to use what I think a good Navari version of like. A, a group that very quickly came together. You racist, Ian. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just because oh, sorry, you're xenophobic. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Well, what? No, no. Just but like uh, the the Amphicast have this whole thing of like they came together like a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. And what they found, like, you'll start hearing Empercast. Like, I hear Empercast actually in other All nations. All the time. People are like, oh, there's a there's a like a night coven over in Empercast. Stuff like that. And it's like. It's the power of creating that as a as a player group mm-hmm. is really awesome. When you realise that actually, just just mm-hmm. through that, just for you being known, game will be brought to you. I think it's interesting to see how, like for for us anyway, like I think a lot of the hard skills that are required to do a lot of these roles, we've had to learn as we go. Oh, Whereas hugely. I think like there's some members of the Ember cast that I know that like they. They've just they've got a lot of external skills, yeah, and they can turn those skills into LARP skills really yeah. easily, yeah. and make shit get done, right? Yeah. So th- there's some exceptional people in that, yes. in that crew, right? Oh. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the box from Cadigan? Okay, so uh, our friend uh, Cadigan, who uh, is essentially like our mad mage, yeah. I was literally going to say mad mage, yeah. Is our is our kind of mad mage in our group? Uh, he wants to wanted to pursue this objective of trying to get this ritual, which was like this powerful autumn ritual that required loads of, uh, I think it was green iron to get. Like a shitload of a green iron. A shitload of green iron. And bear in mind, like, for all we've kind of done as a striding, it's, act- it's happened quite quickly and it's only really accelerated very, very recently, right? Mm. All of our successes have been like this season, right? And it's like... Um, yeah. pretty much pretty much right kind of. in terms of like we, we we've kind of act, you know we've got people who have gained positions and they've got people who uh, achieve i'll say it's objectives. this year I'll, I'll say this year yeah that's sure. what i meant yeah, yeah 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 and um yeah that's kind of put us in a situation where we can just about afford an endeavor like this right we can just about afford to do something like this, but it's a, it's a, actually a really big decision for a group like ours if we push the go button on trying to get this ritual, basically. Anyway, long story short, uh, 
uh, what's with the box the box was like the prop for it okay oh so you got a, a box I, I basically made him a fucking box oh but God, I thought it was really important to talk about what the because this mm-hmm. ritual is actually really important to the actual event mm-hmm. uh, and the pursuit of getting this ritual and getting all the re- resources together not all of which we had a time in for example mm-hmm. the way that filters in the kind of greatest story of the entwined paths is kind of a cool so undertone what's, what's to know the about box? so the box is basically uh, should he get the ritual, he has to be able to, or he has to be able to put things in the box, and he gives them to this right, eternal. But is there anything special about the box? You yeah, think? yeah, because then the box comes back, no, I no, think, no, and like, inside the box. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. physically as an object. Yeah, like why is it in prelop? Is my question. Oh, I have to make it because it has to be an eight by eight by eight box. Interesting. Now, now we're getting to it. Okay. What did right. you do to make the box? Yeah, I basically just got two boxes and stuck them together. <laughs> oh, is that right. all you? Yes. I found I, I found two uh, four by four by uh, I think there was six. Yeah, four by four by six boxes, uh, and the, the lids are two, obviously. Yeah. So you take, well, sorry, they're one and a half, sorry, so you take those off, and then you've got essentially all you need to make an eight by eight by eight box. Nice. So anyway, like that's really like nerdy and craftery, but like, um, yeah, I made him a fucking box. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, Jesus. All right, Jesus, sorry about that. All right, next thing on the list is bubbles. And bubbles, though, unlike the box in, for some, in some ways, is uh, like a ridiculously big part of this whole event. So you might have heard in the previous episode uh, a wonderful, wonderful uh, listener and character came around and had bubbles. And I was like, this is such a good idea for Talus that I shamelessly, shamelessly stole the idea <laughs> to just go full in on bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Like, actual, like, blowing bubbles using yeah. soap and water and little hoops. And yes. you are... This is... It really jumped up a notch, dude. Like, uh, from the initial idea to where you were at E3 was... Like, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of bubbles. Yeah, so I bought like, I bought a lot of bubbles. I also bought these really big bubble makers, which we can make like massive bubbles, like using like rope like, off and the sticks. infomercials. Type yeah, yeah, thing, right? those kind of things, right? That, uh, and it's, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll get one of those. I was thinking, oh, but it'd be kind of cool if there was ever somebody else who wanted to do it too. So I got two of those, mm-hmm. and then I was like. I just kind of kept randomly seeing bubbles in shops. And I was like, well, that's, look, there's multiple bubble makers there for a pound. I mean, it's only a pound. So I bought myself some bubbles. And then I I was like sitting there coming back from a shopping hall. And I realized that pretty much all I had bought is fucking bubbles. So then I posted on the the, uh, Facebook site, (laughs) this is what real character bleed looks like. It's, um... It's shameless. I I don't get it, but I think it's good that you're having fun. Having like, <laughs> a um, lot of fun. Oh yeah. gosh. Um. Yeah. What else did you make? I made a uh, a fan <laughs> case because uh, I got a fan last season, and Gellert quite rightly uh, mocked the fact that it wasn't practical, uh, and 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 because I was I had nowhere to put it basically. So I was like, right. Oh, yeah, that's the reason why. Yeah, go on. Well, no, that's the reason that Talis assumed it was why. He okay. assumed that you were saying that it wasn't practical because I couldn't have it up on my person sure. easily. So he was like, then I will make a case so I can carry it on me. 
So you can uh, always in, have your fan ready. Yes, yeah, so my fan was always always ready in a little fabric holster at my side. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can just deploy the fan. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's yep. the thing. We, okay. we did that. Uh, and as I was doing that, essentially, as, well, as I was kind of formulating the idea to do that, uh, this thing popped up, which was that there was going to be a Navari fashion show. And the idea was just so good. And it was just so perfect for the type of game that I'm, I really wanted to have a go at, right? Because I was actually like, like, because people kind of linked me to it as well. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know, like I found out about it through other people telling me about it, right? I like the fact that you, it wasn't like you were invited and you went along and you took part in it. No, your audacious ass was a co-host for the fashion show. Like, you didn't need to enter in any way. You were already the example example of... No, I mean, like, it's like... (laughs) Because there are, as we'll get into, there are so many just awesomely fancy in all the right ways kind of Navarre actually like it's really, there is a real cool scene I also think like Navarre is one of those nations I think gets pigeonholed quite badly and it's the way I dress really is pretty without my neck game uh, which is basically just a whole mm. heap of crap at this stage but yeah. like my general kit is basically just greens and browns and it's like mm-hmm. Navarre, and, a, and a ridiculously cool sword. Yeah, right. Navarre has this reputation for being quite bland looking and like, like let me put it this way. Um, Ellie said to me like, I'll send to Ellie like, oh, I, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, I'm ironing my kit, and I'm like, iron your kit, lol, type thing. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's like a Navari like um, part of your like lore or whatever, and it's yeah. like lol, yeah, like yeah. because Navari don't iron their clothes, which I'm. I don't. So, um, but it's nice to see taking a bit of pride in the idea of the nation and things like this. I think, I think what you well, we'll, we'll discuss what 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 went on in yeah later on. But like, but yes, yeah, nice. So it just the opportunity to work with Hazel on this was incredible. She was magnificent. Like, bear in mind, as we'll get to, like she she did everything. Mm. everything right all all of it was her being just amazing like all all the yeah it was just it was such a pleasure to work with her cool uh, um yeah some rules uh changes from uh pd uh no more tagging on uh the facebook groups um of people um is this a complicated one like it's for it's the, I, I, the reason for it is because it puts pressure on people to respond. Respond, yeah. Also, it's giving people's identity away that might not want their identity given mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. related to their character. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, basically, I'll, I'll put it this way. It's not something I, I personally had ever worried about, but that doesn't mean that it's, like, basically, because I'm so ignorant of it as an issue mm-hmm. in my own mind i don't feel qualified to talk about yeah. it but uh, in any way well, I, I thought it would be a good opportunity just to kind of go through some thoughts that i've had about oh, yeah, sure. uh, internet security stuff um 
I highly recommend any of you, if this is an issue for you, to go to your settings on Facebook and lock everything down. Not everyone knows this, but you can. there's very simple options in Facebook just to go and go to your settings. And then you can basically um, stop a whole bunch of people contacting you and doing a bunch of other stuff. Um, also, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm really in favor of an alt account for LARP. Because the thing is, you end up with an awful lot of LARP friends, which you might not want in as as a separate thing, because you end up adding a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I think potentially making an alt account for LARP, which I know a lot of people do, is potentially another good security measure that you might be able to take on. So just a couple of ideas there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's like one of those, you know, you, it, it's similar to actually in working life, right? Mm-hmm. I had never really worried so much about uh, data security of people coming into into sure. places of, of my work. And we don't. Have and to, then it, now it's a thing. Yeah, and also and like, it's like we don't have to worry an awful lot. Like there are lots of people in vulnerable positions that we don't exactly. necessarily appreciate at all from our positions, right? Like, yeah. um, well, that's my exact point. The fact is that I had been so ignorant of those issues mm-hmm. that when it was suddenly said to me that obviously data protection, all these kind of things that we all have to do in our in our lives now. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Because it's actually like, oh, yeah, of course we just can't keep people's names and addresses in, like, a folder somewhere for 10 years. Like, that's crazy, right? And it's like... Sure. I think, I think like, I think Facebook's, like, different from a, a lot of that. Like, I think... Hey, the, the internet's a scary place. But I think, like, like I said, that I think people should really take on board how like if you haven't thought about this before and you listen to this and like oh snap then then good like there's a few actions that you can take by yourselves just to kind of take some more personal yeah. security so yeah. I'd highly recommend you do that um, right uh, Winds of War um, <laughs> so uh, there, there's this uh, actually I won't, I won't do that first I'll do, I'll do Empire Audio okay yeah. these wonderful people they get together and they read out the Winds of War and Winds of Fortune they put it on oh. YouTube and um, SoundCloud it helps people like me and dyslexic dyslexic people who are also lazy uh, yeah. just go through it and listen yeah. to it. It's really, really handy. Really, really good. Um, and I end up recording one. So that was really fucking cool. Yes. Um, I am uh, terrified of reading from a page out loud. It's something I've always hated ever since I was little, basically. So to kind of sit down, get it done... Go through all the really hard writing. The way it's written is quite hard to read out. Mm-hmm. And then the um, the languages, like there's a whole bunch of like words in there that yeah. I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah. But man, it was an absolute slog. Really proud of myself for doing it, yes. basically. So it, uh, I don't think it turned out too bad. You did honest. a really good job. I would, dude. Um, I was I was really chuffed with it. Like yeah. really, really like really cool. So yeah. good, dude. So um, I think it's called. Is it Into the Valley? Yes, I think so. I I have to say, I like I like crash course a whole bunch of them right before the event. Yeah, in that sort of stage of literally while I was packing, I should and I should have definitely done it earlier than that. Problem is Um, cramming. I did the same for one of them where I listened to like pretty much every single Winds of War and Winds of Fortune they released, but like back to back because yeah, that's cramming. That's what I did. I could feel bits of stuff popping out the other side of my head yes. because of how much I was shoving in. You know? By the time I got to the event, I was listening to it on the drive up. Right? <laughs> nice. And it was like, literally like crazy man driving with all of his lark kit in the back, listening to as much plot as he can like to <laughs> prep up and then realising that like behind him in the car is all of the actual information sailing around behind him. Yeah, the, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the, you don't need to know everything. Like, in no. fact, you, yeah, like, 
my thing I do nowadays is I try and like limit myself to stuff that like directly Don't, I'm yeah. interested in, yeah. right? Like, um, also, it's cool hearing about stuff on the field. It is. It is going um, to someone, like actually being sent, like you don't know a thing and you get sent to someone to, to have them tell you about a thing. Like, it's a really awesome game. Like all the spicy stuff with the Fenny. I didn't know about much about that before going, right? Like, yes. That was spicy. Yeah. Um, we had uh, a load of new people joining um, uh, the Entwined Path this time. I'll just sum this up because we're not going to go through everyone, but yeah. hey... It was awesome to have all of you along, yes. basically. Um, but it's it's cool having friends of ours yeah. bring along friends of theirs and everyone get on like a house on fire. So, yeah, yeah really, uh, really cool. I love the, just, again, <coughs> the community of it, the fact that we have all of these different relationships that have spawned through it, the, mm. the different interpersonal uh, relationships between and, everybody and is just really interestingly awesome. how people that all know each other come along and like play in different nations as well i find mm-hmm. this really interesting mm-hmm. and bold like yeah. that's cool right like um yeah right going with your friends and then deciding that you want to for you reasons go and move to another nation and move away from those friends mm-hmm. is like that's a that and to have friends who are kind of cool with that as well it's a real pleasure of finding such an awesome group of people to play well, with. Well, I think it just goes to show how old hat we are. We've only yeah. been playing the game for four years and we're already dinosaurs in the game, right? <laughs> the new players yeah, just bring so much so game. So much new player hype, right? They're so good, right? Like, I, I don't think I was anywhere near as good a new player as all the new players that I oh, see Oh, we now. weren't. I was dreadful. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say we were dreadful. No, 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 no. Everyone plays their own game, okay? Sure. If you're having fun... Whatever. I'm right? just saying we weren't like these kids. No, but I, I these think, kids are crazy. No, good. no, but sometimes it's like I don't know. I I miss the simple life. Like I miss the um, like go fight, mm. get get drunk on icy coin. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm really talking about actually the quality of the characters that the new players are bringing. I I, I really like it. Like I, there's some characters who I've met who it's like their first time at Anvil and they're rocking out these just wonderful personalities to me right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in all kinds of different ways as well that doesn't have to be massively bombastic that's like also just in radiating i'm a good person you know i'm an awesome person like a lot of people are able to bring like just yeah just really cool performance. i like how proactive people are i'm a big fan of of doers rather than sayers and like there are loads of people that just do right mm. they're really chasing after something they find something in the game that they want to go after and they go and get it done and it's just like I think it's so cool and the effect on the, the wider world is better because of it. I right? think also the the, num- the 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 number of the new players there's been means there's just been such an influx of new ideas, you know, new possibilities that have entered the game mm-hmm. that it's actually been a really nice force to actually shake up the, the actual core game, right? Because all these established kind I mean, of groups... Shake up, shake up. I mean, Jesus, like they're shaking us up and we've only been going for a few years. Yeah. Like it's... Um, yeah, there are. I mean, it's cool. yeah, I mean, there are some very, very um, how to describe it, like locked in aspects to Empire that still need to be broken down, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. To, I, I mean, literally, if you're gonna kind of sit on your ivory tower at this point, like, good luck. They're coming. Like yeah. that's all I can say about that. Really. Um, yeah, first day was just like great getting down there. Really nice to see everyone. I love first days. Party. Yeah. I mean. The main thing for me, though, was... And I don't know if you had this on Thursday. It was just to go and see people and to almost learn where they were, were so I could come and find them later. 
uh, I see and have the conversation that I really need to have with them. <laughs> like, it was kind of a lot of like... There's uh, a lot of Navaris, right? Yeah, and also just uh, thinking about like the logistics of doing certain things. So, for example, I went to see uh, Hazel and just like hash out how we were going to do the fashion show. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to talk about it online... It's but to actually you need to sort of sit with somebody and just like run it through right like you're going to put a performance on together and how's that going to look and what's that going to look like and we came up with like a just a a real simple you know it's it's all about sort of them kind of ethos kind of style thing and like and we'll, we'll just we'll just see how it goes basically which was a very kind of uh freeing and very scary place to be in at the same time in a cool way though it was kind of like cool nerves to sort of think right yeah like to tomorrow i can do anything right mm-hmm. you know actually it was on saturday it was due, due, due to actually do it so that was a really cool thing to do and the other thing i had had to do was just go and talk to silver who is my uh sort of second essentially as i'm sort of like thinking about how we're going to do things and just basically just confirm with him and the other Navarches that I see that we are going to be at certain places at certain times and that this is the order that we're going to go through those things just logistically to keep us all together so we can enjoy stuff and it's like but you're trying not to have any IC conversations at the same time right because it's like now we've got to talk about this IC we've got to do things so you're just trying to lay out the law the raw logistics of what it is to meet up and get a body of people together Mm -hmm. Uh, and just going around the camp and doing that was really good fun and then I'm doing all this practical stuff and meeting really cool people as well along the way, of course. And I come back to camp and uh, Sam, who played Sparrow, is there to see us all. And um, That silly sausage. Yeah. And during the, uh, during the two events, I'd kind of got in touch with him uh, and been like, uh, would it be okay if Telus had a piece of your kit? Just anything. I, I don't care what it is. Well, how rude. Yeah, I felt kind of it was really what, you weird. You trying to get his lever armor, right? No, nah, I just wanted like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm joking. Like, yeah, but, the idea is to take like a, a small trinket of um, Sam. We record an episode with him. If you don't know what we're talking about, he died last event. Yes, it's a big deal for yeah. us. Um, to take like a trinket or a marker of the character and to be able to put it as part of your kit. Right? Yeah, idea, I wanted to, right? and, and he basically just gave me the, well, he was said he was going to give me this bit of his tartan, essentially, which was really cool, and I, it was awesome to have. And then he also at the same time though gave me his necklace which is like that he always wore um and uh he gave me this uh Navarcher symbol now i had these printed on a piece of leather uh like which is this kind of Navarcher's logo that i made and that is for the group i had a whole bunch of them printed off but there was only so many i could afford to do because it was expensive right uh and i sort of cut them all into these kind of Small, kind of like eight by ten centimeter. They're not very small. Like they're, they're, they're like, chunky, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not huge. They're a right? patch of armor. Yeah, they're a uh, patch of armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, and anyway, he gave me back his one, uh, and he had written on the back of it, uh, basically a message for Talis, uh, and like the implication being that, of course, that after his character died, Talis had checked Sparrow's body and found on his armour, on his person, this. And Sparrow had obviously already written it, knowing that Talos would get it. And, like, the, the the character implications were just so, so strong, right? 
It's cool. It was really cool. Such a lovely. I was so moved. I was so moved. Like, because it's like in in many ways, right? Like, uh, me, like Tannison Sparrow, didn't actually see that other that much during the course of the time we we played together, right? Mm -hmm. And Sparrow was a very busy man, right? Um, So it's like just to have like a a person and a and a character of the quality. Of Sam and Sparrow come and drop that game on me was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. You okay, buddy? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, recording at Empire you've got written here. Yeah, I did a... Um, oh, shit. I recorded an episode uh, while I was at Empire. Um, uh, yes, you did, you madman. I think I'll... I need to listen to it because I haven't had a chance to listen to it because we're on Tuesday now and got back on the Sunday. So I haven't had a chance to listen to the recording yet, but... Um, it's, it's going to be it, it, I think it went well it was like an interview between um, a guy called Oliver and Claire Claire Evans who's part of the PD mm. new player team she like looks after loads of people we recorded an episode it was it was fun recording it but it was like really funny having like all the different background sounds right. so I have you no have to idea quality, I have like it, I have no idea and both of these people are like really popular people that are in charge of organising stuff so people want to go and find them so yeah. hey Enjoy yeah. the episode. Uh, it's going to be on the academy. So if you have any little people in your lives, it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, that's about it for before we go time in, really, isn't it? Uh, on the uh, Friday, I think so. So should we kick it into Friday next episode, or do you want to go into Friday right now? Let's break it up. We waffled a lot yeah. in that. Like, uh, hey, if you made it to the ep- end of that episode, then well done. But yeah. uh, we're actually going to talk about LARP next. Yeah, time, we're actually so... going to talk about the real thing. I next always time. feel like these pre-LARP episodes are like. Do you know what I mean? I, I like them for us. Oh well, yeah, you, if you, hopefully Ian, you guys you enjoy love them. them. You yeah. love them. Yeah. These wouldn't exist if it was just me doing it. Yeah, these. you'd cut there all this would out, be, right? There would be no pre-lap because I, I don't. I, there's like, I don't do anything. Like, you see, you or see. I can surmise what I do in pre-lap in probably about yeah, yeah. sixty seconds. But right? you see, listeners, this is why. For those of you who like the pre-LARP, and I know there are people who like the pre-LARP. Are you talking to the pre-LARP fans? The right pre-LARP now? fans. I know they're out there, right? There's <laughs> oh some people who's... Look, 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 look the, you, you know. weird, kinky, yeah. like... You know there's oof. people, there's people who skip, <laughs> there's people who skip the pre-LARPs, okay? And I get that. I get people who skip the pre-LARPs, full respect to it. But that, those of us that appreciate the pre-LARP talk, uh, yeah. I enjoy You're welcome. <laughs> I enjoy our conversations, but I think I would pr- skip the pre-lap. You would definitely skip the pre Yeah, I think I yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The crazy thing is, I might skip the pre Yeah, who knows. But hey, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll come back for Time In on Friday. See ya. <laughs>